This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track monitored accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bait Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmasters. Step up your game with high-quality performance jigs, spinner baits, buzz baits, and more from Jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out. You're listening to Bass Fishing for News on the Allen Finn Podcast with your hosts, Ryan Milford and Sean Lambert. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Bass Fishing for Noobs here on the Paddle and Fin Podcast. I am your host, Sean, and with me, as always, is my trusty co-host, Ryan. What's up, Ryan? What's up, man? And uh, not much, not much. Uh, just chilling here on a kind of busy Wednesday afternoon, uh, evening, I guess. Just trying to make it, man. Just trying to make it, man. <laughs> And uh, tonight we have, uh, for the first time since I've been a host of the Noob Show, uh, Mr. Jackson Orr. So welcome back, Jackson. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Um, it must have been a while because uh, I've been uh, uh, on this on this segment for at least a year now. Um, yeah, it's been like a year and a half. Since yeah, Jackson. it's been a while. Yeah. He, so, he was, and he I was listened in... a lot too. So <laughs> Yeah, he, he was, I want to say... He he was within my first couple months of being on Paddle and Fin. I mean, back then I was in the shed. I didn't have a I background. Think I, I was that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was still using my phone and not a laptop. I didn't have a mic. I was using my Apple headphones with a little mic on it. You know, it, 
it was ghetto back then. So like we can do this <laughs> like like it's the first time Jackson's been on here now that we're like more official. <laughs> no, this is awesome. Things have changed quite a bit for everyone involved, I imagine. So well, uh, yeah, again, welcome back. He was, he, I was going to say, <laughs> that makes it a year to me, you know, going from 43 to 44 isn't a big deal. But when you're at Jackson's age, man, a year is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Senior How old are you now, school. Jackson? Senior. Uh, I'm eight, wow. Yep, I'm 18 right now. So you're about to graduate. Yep, I'll and, graduate here in the next, like, month and a half, and then – in August, um, I'll move down to Tennessee, and I'm gonna fish on Carson Newman's fishing team. So I'm super excited. Nice. That's hey, awesome. we're get, we're gonna have to get together when you're in Tennessee. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I'd love to do that. So, are, are you selling the kayak? Are you gonna be doing any more like uh, the kayak tournaments? Or are you gonna be strictly focusing on your your college fishing team? Yeah, and on the boat and all that. Yeah, so I'm actually I'm gonna keep. Um, I, I got on the um, very blessed to be on the regional fishing team, so I'm gonna work along with Hobie when I'm in college and uh, do everything I can to promote them. And I'll, I'll be fishing um, as many kayak tournaments as I can. Um, but I am gonna kind of focus on that bass boat scene and um, uh, the college bass fishing aspect of it, and then hopefully. Um, along the road, like maybe late freshman year, early sophomore year in college, get a bass boat and um, start to work my way up and fish like the opens and everything. So I'm excited. Wow, Sweet. that's awesome. <clears throat> Thank you. How, how much experience do you have uh, fishing, boat fishing now versus kayak? I mean, obviously you're, you're well-versed in kayak, but I think you, you, I think I remember hearing that you fished a lot with your dad on a bass boat, right? Uh, not really with my dad, but I was, I actually have, I, I do have um, quite a bit of experience on a bass boat, just fishing. I used to fish for my high school, um, like a club, not really affiliated with my high school, but it was, we kind of like made our own club since our high school doesn't sport bass fishing. Um, so I did that for two years and then my partner graduated and unfortunately there's no one around here that really like is into bass fishing like I am. So <laughs> I did that and then I did like Wednesday nighters, like Wednesday just on like the local lake, like 50 minutes away. So um, it's been fun. Cool. So yeah, that shouldn't be a, a huge leap for you then. Obviously you've got some experience doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got to learn, you know, the aspects of like the motor. If something breaks down, I got to learn how to fix it. But um, other than that, you know, um, I mean, everything's a learning experience, I guess. Right. Right. I, I wish I would have started when I was your age, you know, because uh, just starting a couple of years ago, I feel like, you know, how much time I wasted. But yeah. Uh, so cool, man. Well, uh, I mean, obviously, I think the last time you were on where uh, Ryan said that you guys talked a little bit of Wacky Rig. And um, mm -hmm. I think um, back before I was hosting anything, I uh, you, you gave away some Wacky Rig hooks on on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I actually won some from you. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's I remember awesome. that, yes. So I was... Uh, that, I, I don't know if that, that's where I got started. I think I had already been fishing Wacky Rig a little bit, but mm -hmm. it definitely was helpful, you know, to, to see what you use. And because uh, those were not the kind of hooks I was using, but I definitely started using them after that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Have been been successful with them. So we just no, need to get Ryan into the yeah. Wacky Rig game. <laughs> <laughs> no, those Look, are awesome it, hooks. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get more into the finesse thing, you know, 
Ned Rig's been my thing. You know, we got to do this a little at a time, okay? You, you got me throwing a spinning <laughs> reel. So, a little bit at a time. No, that's all. I love finesse. I mean, that's probably one of my main things that, you know, like that's what I'd rather throw is finesse than like power fishing, I guess. I, I feel like, I mean, power fishing has still got its place, but I feel like nowadays there's so many people fishing and, uh, so many competitive fishermen out there where finesse is kind of like if you don't have finesse you it's hard for you to compete yeah that's very true i agree with that so you know like like we said it's been a year and a half since i've like talked to you on here um so you know back then i remember we talked about like the wacky rig and a little bit about the nico rig Stuff like that. Are, are those still, you know, like some uh, some of your like I guess go to uh, techniques, or they changed, or have you improved on those, or how how's that? No, for sure. I, I love the wacky rig. I mean, I I like no matter if it's like winter, or spring, summer, like whatever. I'll always have one ready to go. Um, like like I said, like I, I use um the their uh, Trocar Pro V Ben finesse hooks. Um. They're 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 a weird shaped hook. I mean, they they've got that like V bend in it, and they work like it's insane. Like from using like circle hooks and um like smaller wacky rig hooks to using that big like I use a a one out hook which is kind of big. Um, but those those work perfect. Like I I don't really have any trouble losing fish. Like granted, I do lose some fish on it, but my hookup percentage on it is I mean it's incredible. And you say it works for you. Uh, even in the winter, is that is that right? Like, how I've, cold I've are we talking? It, yeah. Um, okay. In Indiana, like at like private ponds, I guess I've never really tried it in lakes, but in private ponds, I'll use it in the winter, like fishing in like 12, 15 feet of water. Okay. And just letting it sink the whole way. Uh, yeah. Like I'll, I'll actually use it as a Nico rig. I'll put like a nail weight in the fat end of the Senko. Um, I use like a Gary Yamamoto. Um, usually like green pumpkin or like red cross anko something like that or hot cross anko and just put it in the fat end okay okay yeah i, I when i first started with the wacky rig i felt like i wasn't very patient and so i always fished it weighted um whether it was a yeah just a split shot crimped on the hook or I, then i started buying the weighted wacky hooks and uh um so that was another big change when i started trying the the hooks that you gave me and um definitely had to learn to be patient and let it sink yeah um and the first time i think i you know just dropped it over and watched it i'm like holy cow i can still see it it's painful <laughs> but uh but it works and yeah. you know and it, it's um especially you know right now at least here in pennsylvania <clears throat> the fish are finally starting to move up shallow and then i don't have to be patient because uh they a lot of times are hungrier right. and are right. hitting it a lot quicker. So <clears throat> I didn't have as much luck with it in the winter, but um, I also wasn't as patient as I probably needed to be. So. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's painful using it, but like you said, it works. It, it gets the job done. And, now you're going to make me want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Uh, to me, and, and and I think it'll keep working from now until, you know, in, well into the fall. You know, it, it, it kind of died off for me uh, kind of late fall, like October, uh, November-ish. Mm -hmm. But uh, 
if I can fish that many months with it and have it be uh, productive, then uh, that makes me a happy camper. Yeah, so. for sure. Now the challenge for me is to not bring it so that I, you know, right. broaden my horizons a little bit. And uh, right. <laughs> I yeah, don't use it in the, do you use it in moving water as much? Like I, that's one place in the river I haven't had as much luck. I mostly, I use it on my lakes. Yeah. I mean, I have before, like in Pennsylvania, I fished a Susky event last year. Um, you were close week. to me there. Yeah. I was yeah. only, I live about a half hour South of where you guys were. Okay. Course, I'm with so. you. I, I used it a little bit up there, not during the tournament, but during practice, I did catch a couple, but I mainly, like you said, that Ned rig, I, I love that thing. I mean, that, that's probably like one of my favorite baits to throw of all time. Cause it, like it catches fish no matter what. I mean, if it's tough, if it's good fishing. To read the bite. <laughs> yep. Dan Perry's going to get money out of that. <laughs> yeah. He basically yeah. says, uh, you know, yeah, go ahead, Ryan, you can explain it. I mean, uh, he, he calls it the Dorito bite. All right. Like, you know, you, you, you got your reaction bite, you got their bite because, you know, they're actually trying to feed, mm -hmm. and then the Dorito bite. You know, say me and you were sitting beside each other, you already ate, so you're full, you're not hungry. Yeah. But I say, hey, you want a Dorito? You're probably going to take a Dorito. <laughs> like, just because just it's a Dorito. You know? That's funny. So, it, like, the Ned rig you put in front of them, like, oh, let me just... Uh, snack on this real quick that's awesome i've never heard of that before that's that's so cool <laughs> to look at it that it, way. it was dan perry you know he he pulls one out yeah, every now and then that's so know. true <laughs> so um yeah. how do you go ahead ryan i was gonna say i, I was gonna ask how he fishes that in the river because i that's I what i was about to say because we, and we I, talked I, about that recently like you were asking me because i've got to where i'm using like a 115th ounce head and you're asking me if I use that in the river. I'm like, I haven't used it in the river yet, so I'm not sure. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We're, I guess we're both curious how you use it in the river, What, like how much weight you use and all that. Right. With uh, the Ned Rig or the Wacky Rig? Ned Rig. Ned, Ned Rig? Okay. I mean, I just I, – I do it multiple ways. Like, um, I, I just fished the Tippy Canoe River, um, the Paddle and Fin event, actually – the Paddle and Fin event, actually, and um, – I, and you I won. Caught, I, <laughs> I caught all my fish on a Ned rig. And what I was doing was, you know, I, I'd find this, like, these pocket areas where the water was moving slower, like eddies kind of, and throwing them in there. And there was always a fish in there. Sometimes, most of the times it was smaller. Um, but I, I, would just I would just drag it, um, drag the Ned rig. And then I'd also, um, in fast, like, faster moving water, um, I'd kind of swim, swim the net rig. So it kind of looked like a minnow because um, those, you could tell a smallmouth were chasing these bait and I had a swim bait tied on, but you know, I had that net rig in my hand. So I just want to try reeling it in. And I mean, I was swimming it and I was catching them on that against like riprap and uh, timber and everything. Okay. So. That's interesting. So what, what weight were you using for those? Yeah. I, my favorite weight of all time is a, a 10. That's, that's my favorite weight. Um, I, I'm always throwing that. If I'm fishing like deeper water, I'll, I'll use like a fifth. But um, I, I'm more. I really like that tenth ounce. And you look for the slowing mover water. That was. I think that might have been part of my problem because every time I threw it, the the current was just carrying it. Like I had no feel for it whatsoever. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look for those like eddies and everything, and then like 
anything that like looks different on the shoreline, that's kind of what I was targeting. Like what someone wouldn't cast at. Um, cause I was fishing behind everyone on that river. And so I, I had to slow down, just like focus, like cast at things. I, I don't think people would cast that and, you know, work the bait a little different. And do you fish it weedless or do you, uh, just open hook? I don't, I personally, um, I don't, I don't really like fishing Ned Riggs weedless. I do, I do go through a lot of like net heads and everything, but, um, to me, it's kind of worth it if you if you have extras with you because I, I, for some reason I just don't like fishing in weedless. Now, you know, on my Ned rig setup, I use a my leader is six pound fluorocarbon. Okay. okay. So, in a river situation, you know, you got a lot of rocks and stuff like that. Generally, do you do you change your line size? for like a river situation or you use the same or uh i mean not really i actually um a lot of people think it's weird but on my spinning reels i don't use braid i use straight fluoro just for the sake because like um if you break off a lot it's like i just feel like it's more like you take less time just tying a regular knot than tying like a uni knot or something um but i i've always all my spinning reels, I don't really switch it up that much unless I'm in like crystal clear water, but I always use 10 pound fluoro. Uh, that's, that's all I usually use. Uh, do you have a, a particular brand? Cause I know some, some of the cheaper floors when I've spooled an entire spool of it tend to have memory a little bit. Yeah. I, uh, for my spinning reels, I'll use Invis, Invis X, a uh, cigar line. Um, I ask any kind of CR line for my spinning reels. Um, I don't really like to use red label though on my spinning reels. I will use red label on my bait casters. Um, it just it's got this weird memory in it on spin, for spinning. But um, other than that, any other CR line. On that note, I want to do a quick shout out real quick. Okay. You know, I, when I first switched to fluoro, like started using fluoro at all, um, you know, I. I'm cheap, so I went with some of the cheapest stuff I could get, and I got Berkeley Vanish. And even, you know, I believe to this day, Jody Queen says that's all he uses is Berkeley Vanish. He says people gave him crap about it, but it works for him. And all. Well, I've used several other brands, you know, tried to get some of the nicer stuff and all that. Well, just recently, uh, I think I was at Walmart, and all they really had, you know, uh, for – I was trying to get a line from the leaders for my Ned Rig setup, and all they really had in Floro was that Berkeley Vanish. So I bought the six pound, and I was a little worried about because even Jody said he, he the smallest he uses is seventeen. You know he don't go any lower than that, so he can't attest to that. But seventeen enough, he he likes it. Man, it it's done phenomenal. That six pound Berkeley Vanish is like what twelve thirteen bucks for a spool. You know probably some of the cheapest floral you can get uh, it comes off really straight right off the spool like i, I don't know I, I think i gotta go with jody on this that's one. awesome like, <laughs> like it, it, it might be cheap but it, yeah it's job done that's awesome i do have some of that too i think i i picked up some and uh yeah i've been using it for uh for leader material and uh, I actually tried the floor clear that uh, Brian Schiller actually kind of recommended. Oh, the P line, P line, and I actually didn't like it. Uh, I, I hate I, I hate like, that stuff. 
It's too much it, stretch it like, to me. Yeah, I, I used to use that too. Yeah, I, I agree. And I was like, wow, I just, especially on even like wacky rigging, I could tell just working it that I, I, I was like, it just feels really spongy to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I lost fish due to that. Yeah, I, so, I uh, when I was in Kentucky last May, I uh, hung into one. Looking at it, I'm going to guess it was five and a half, six pounds. And I didn't get a good hook set on it because that stretch and he got off. It still haunts me to this day. I, I can see it swimming off. <laughs> Those are the worst. So, Jackson, what is your personal best now at this point? I mean, you, you've had to have caught some lunkers. Yeah, um, my personal best lengthwise, um, I actually, it was funny. I was pre-fishing for the national championship on Gunnersville um, last year. And I caught it during practice. I didn't have my measuring board with me, but I made sure to like, like measure it on my rod. And it was anywhere between like 23 and 24. It wasn't fat though. It, it was probably only like, I don't know, six and a half, seven pounds. But my, my personal best weight wise is like nine two. I caught out of a pond though, so I don't I don't really count it. But. <laughs> did, did you get a length on that? I um it was only like twenty two and a half like it was insane. wow so that was a fat fish it was insane <laughs> like it was it was insane like it was a fat fish well that's crazy I just heard uh, Bailey Egbert talking on Armando show about a twenty four inch or what was it something oh no it was a seventeen inch smallmouth but it was also seventeen inches around yeah he he was describing it as a bowling ball with a tail. That's, like, I can't even imagine. Yeah. It was crazy. Like the one I caught, I caught out of a golf course pond and the shoulders on it was insane. I was like, like I went in the water for it. I was like, holy smokes. Like this thing, I thought it was way longer than 22 and a half. Like it was like, I was like, holy smokes. Like I, I thought it was about to be like 23, 24. <laughs> it was crazy. That's awesome. I'm still, yeah. You, uh, Ryan's definitely got me beat in the PV category. He has a, a 23 inch plus, right? Dang, that's a big fish. Well, I, I don't mean to brag. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 23. It that's almost awesome. reached a quarter, but it's 23. Was it? Uh, was it pretty fat? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it was a. It was a nice fish. That's awesome. I. Uh, yeah, I actually caught it back in December. On a uh, Jigmasters underspin, jigmasters.com. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Shameless plug. But yeah, it, it, we're, well, we didn't have a scale. We're estimating it to be around eight. And honestly, it could have been a little more than that. Yeah. But it, I think it was at least eight. It, it was That's a, good a big fish. fish. Now I kind of want to pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> Just a trip down memory lane. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. uh, so, Jackson, did the did the uh, paddle and fin tournament go as you expected, or uh, was it you know kind of you know I don't know how it compares to some of the other tournaments you fished, but uh, what was your experience like? It was it was awesome. Like they it was like there was camera boats on the water. Um, it it was very well ran. Like um. The captain's meeting, um, I, I couldn't attend it, but one of my buddies could, and he said it was awesome. Like, everyone, you know, was following restrict, like, uh, COVID stuff, and um, they, they just all had a good time and talked to each other. And then 
award ceremony was amazing. Um, it went very smoothly. Like I'm definitely, and they paid out. Like I was so surprised at how much I got. Um, I, I mean, there was, there was, I mean, there was only 11 anglers and first place was 800 bucks. Like, yeah. That's like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's like, crazy. I was, I was very surprised. Like I'm definitely going to be fishing more of those for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm just think, waiting for uh, the uh, Northeast uh, trail to come through, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think uh paddle and fins next one, I could be wrong, but I think it's on like the cold water chain. I think I, I know they have one there. I don't know if it's their next one. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yep, yeah. Is it not? Is yeah, it I'll definitely there we go. One. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, so it looks like the next one's cold water chained. Uh yeah. on the May fifteenth. So that yeah, that one's definitely coming up. Yeah, so. that'll be a fun one. That, that I think that one will take a lot to win. Everyone will catch fish there. Everyone will. I that's hope so. That's a good place. How do you uh, how do you prepare for that kind of like? I mean, I'm sure these are a lot of different kinds of places, right? How do you? Oh, there it is. Oh dang, that's a big fish. <laughs> that's awesome. See that fish in my nightmares, man. It just is constantly <laughs> slapping me in the face. Yeah, that, that uh, looks a little bigger than eight. That, that's a big fish. Yeah, and, and honestly looks small to me there compared to what it did in person. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, it was it, it was a nice surprise. That's awesome. You were lucky that you weren't you were by yourself. You had somebody to take that nice yeah. Yeah. shot. Well, so. you know, I, I was with Ethan Jett, who we had back in the – uh, had on here back in the fall and then we were with like like one of my best friends that i've been best friends with since high school and i get this thing in and i'm like all right somebody's gotta get my picture with it. i don't want like just a selfie because we probably can't get the whole thing in the picture anyways <laughs> and two like i want a good shot of it well my so-called best friend just jumps in front gets in front of me and starts casting where I just uh, hung into him. I'm like, thanks, buddy. So, so Ethan got the picture for me. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my. So have you developed any, like, new favorite techniques? I mean, not really. I've kind of just stuck to what I – what I like doing and that's like the wacky rig, the Ned rig. Um, I have done a little bit of Carolina rigging. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that, but it does work. Um, and then I really love throwing like vibration jigs. That, that's one of my favorite things to do. Are you like jackhammer or are you? Yeah, I'll throw, I throw a tungsten knocker um, from Picasso and then I'll throw a jackhammer. Um, but I mean, any it... vibration jig does the trick, like especially when it's windy out. When it's windy out, that's like the only thing I'm throwing. I'm finding a weed line and just chucking and winding. I love doing that. Well, see, it seems like everybody, like big name, like y'all that throws a chatterbait, vibrating jig, whatever you want to call it, is throwing a jackhammer. And so it's, it's almost gets to the point where like I get tired of hearing about a jackhammer. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, okay, I, like I don't even want to throw it now because like everybody's throwing it apparently. Yeah, like it's supposed to be unique, and it's not so unique when everybody's throwing it, right? <laughs> but hey, it's still work. That's just that's just me, and I don't know anything, especially compared to y'all. So, you know, if it's still working for y'all, it's still working for y'all. Like, 
Well, I think Armando mentioned about that too. He's saying, you know, there's times where now he goes through and throws an original chatter, chatter bait behind people just because it's enough of a difference from the jackhammer right. that the fish don't necessarily see it as often. So, right. That's very true. Yeah. And it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah. A lot cheaper. I actually uh, was able to get one of the original fire or original chatter baits in Firecrawl. Oh, that's oh awesome. really? Yeah, it's the first time I'd seen the original in Firecrawl, and they that's were cool. out of the jackhammers in Firecrawl, so I got the That's original. awesome. I didn't realize they were doing that now. Yeah, me neither. Appar- apparently, and, and you know, you could I could just take the skirt off and put it on a jackhammer. Sure. <laughs> Oh my. So, um, I wanted to ask you also about, uh, St. Croix. Um, Oh, drawing a blank on the new rods. What are the, oh, new the, rods? the victory series? Yes. How much have you got to use those? Yeah. So I actually, I, I have, um, I, I only have one. I I've got the fish too. I've got the fish. Um, they're heavy, a 70, a seven, three heavy. And then I've got a, a seven, one medium heavy right now. Um, I absolutely love them. I mean, for the price, like, it's insane. Like, they are um, everything you could ask for in a rod um, for for the price. I mean, the price is under two hundred dollars. Um, it, it's a great it's a great overall rod, and I've caught a lot of fish on it this year so far. I was actually um, I had broken one of my other Saint Croix, so I, I re- called them up and you know just to see what options I have, and I, they have a very good upgrade program. When mm-hmm. yeah. I mean. And, um, but he's like, unfortunately right now we can't upgrade you to a, a victory rod. Um, we're not, we're not doing that yet. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> so yeah. I have to be a little more patient with that, but, uh, I'm looking forward to trying them out. Cause I, you know, I, I have mostly, uh, the Mojo Bass series or yeah, I have one Mojo I have Yak yeah. and, uh, I really like those. So I was excited to, to give the uh, victory rods a try because yeah. every everything i've read and heard about them so sounds amazing yeah. so have you uh fished the avid x before by saying i haven't they they did actually offer that to me as an upgrade okay. so i was that, looking on the yeah i was looking on their website to try and find those because i wasn't sure but that i will definitely uh if you you, you know are you where does that fall in their lineup? Like, uh, uh, well, I was just, I was just gonna compare the Abdex to the Victory. I mean, to me, they seem like super similar. Like, okay. it's insane. But I mean, the the Abbot X is right, right above like two hundred. I think it runs like two hundred thirty. Um, I could okay. be wrong, but I mean, it, it's a very nice ride. I use that for like my my vibration jig, big worms, um, like a seven foot one, seven foot two. Okay. I don't have any uh, heavy rods, so I was actually looking at that, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, Victory 7.4 or 7.3 okay. heavy, yeah. um, just because I, I was like, you know what, I, I have enough medium and medium heavy casting rods. I was like, maybe I should just trade it in for a heavy, and then, uh, so I'll have to look and see what the Avidex comparison to that is. Yeah, yeah, you definitely should. I will have to uh, do some more research, so... Just don't tell my wife, honey. If you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, she doesn't listen, thankfully. <laughs> I guess it's the good thing about having a wife that don't fish, huh? Well, I'd, I'd actually rather her fish at this point, but you know, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> well, see, then you got to spend that amount of money on her too. So <laughs> you're really breaking out some money then, I'd or just okay pass her all your hand me downs. 
There you go. There you go. <laughs> or, or she Most, can pass you her hand-me-downs. Right, right. I'll take yeah, – like I said, you know, I end up breaking most of mine. That's how I get new rods. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Uh, you break a lot of rods, Jackson? I do, actually. Um, I, I probably break – I don't know. In, in a year, I'll probably break, like, I don't know, 10 rods. It's kind of bad. What? It's kind of bad. I'll, yeah, like – I probably broke ten rods last year. Like, what? What are you doing to break them? Like, um, are you like boat flipping or what? No, I've only broke. I've only broke like one rod to boat flipping. Last, last year was a bad year with equipment. I, I've had a lot of uh, equipment issues last year, but it was. I mean, it wasn't really the equipment's fault. I just like I fished some fast moving rivers and everything, and my rods would get like hung up on a tree or something or like bent or, but i don't know this, i have not broke any any rods this year i have not Better knock on wood knock on wood. Yeah, <laughs> knock, knock, i got some wood right here knock on wood. <laughs> but no last year at st croix i mean they're they're awesome about it though i i um, was fortunate to get all of them replaced but they're they're super cool about it and got it it's called like the accelerator program it, it's, yep. a very, it's a very good program yep i have used it twice already so yeah. i'm very familiar yeah. yeah, overhanging trees seem to be my uh, issue as well. Yeah, uh, I, I like lay my rods down like by me because like I have like casted back like that and I hook one and then I'll break a rod tip. But like when I have them laid down, I won't pay attention and I'll run into like a tree stump and then they're all kind of, <laughs> I mean, they're I, all there. So. I had that kind of situation happen recently. We actually talked about it where I had mine laying down on the side with a crankbait. And, and I was using a different rod and got hung up and I'm coming up, uh, look, looking where I'm hung up at over here, not paying attention to the other side. Mm -hmm. And my crankbait caught a rod and you know, I use pretty much all ducket rods, but my rod was like completely bent pretty much. I have no yeah. idea how it didn't snap, but yeah. I just um, grab it and get it up enough to like yeah. get it before it broke. I had, I don't I don't know. A lot of bend in those things, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I guess I haven't. I guess last year I never really snapped 10 rods, but like I'm like very particular and I have to make sure like my my rod, like my eye, my eyes and my rods are like all fine and not scratched up or anything. So I'll, if I see like a dent or something, I'll send them in and they'll like replace it or something. So I guess I never snapped all 10 of them. I, I probably snapped like four or five maybe, but still, that's kind of a lot. Yeah, I snapped one, and that hurt enough. Oh, believe me, I, I cry when I snap them for sure. But yeah, if it's a very important one, I will like. I always try to have extras with me. Like I always try to bring extras with me to tournaments of like my very important rounds. So. I'm not quite there yet. I don't have too many extras. <laughs> it took I, me I've a got, long time. <laughs> I've got a few extra rods. But they're all like my old cheap rods that yeah you know i don't want to use those anymore i got nice ones <laughs> yeah how does fishing for the school work do they cover you with that at all or is it all your own equipment or how um, does that work? so i'll probably use i'll use my own equipment like i'll use my own rods i'll use my own tackle um but the school's got like some pretty good sponsors um so they'll help us out a little bit um with equipment and everything and um I mean, the school themselves, they'll help us out, like, with our fishing program and everything and travel expenses and food and everything. So it'll be it'll be awesome. I, I'm really looking forward to getting down there. I mean, and just being in Tennessee, I mean, 
that's been like my dream since you know since i was like <laughs> 10 like i just always wanted to be down there i've always thought it was so beautiful and all the lakes and rivers and everything so and that's awesome i'm so happy for you like if if anybody deserves a shot be able to do that it's you um i i appreciate it it means a lot i mean seriously like you guys and then everyone like watching this like it's just like it's amazing i think about it sometimes just like everyone who like got me here like i mean it may seem like i got here like because of me but i I did not get here by myself like like so many people stand behind me and like my sponsors like just like the community like it's been a journey and like i feel i feel like the journey is not going to end i feel like it's just going to keep going and you know i'm just going to keep going where it takes me i guess in that same respect though i mean you've given a ton back to your your charity tournaments i mean you've done some amazing things with that and um just the your like humble nature where like when I reached out to you about the the wacky rigs, you know, you followed it up with a message and saying, you know, answered questions and all that. So, I mean, that it's definitely, it's almost like, you know, I felt super special just because this big name angler was, you know, <laughs> reaching out to me. And nah. I know it, <laughs> it sounds silly, but uh, to me at the time, it was a very big deal. So I appreciate that. Oh, no, it was, that, like, that was like a little, it was like a little schoolgirl <laughs> when you message him. <laughs> <laughs> no no that, that means a lot to me though seriously thank you and I, I also wanted to say i you know you know ryan and i've had interesting conversations about this and i stuck my foot in my mouth one time when we talked about this but uh i like the fact that you wear your faith on your sleeve you know literally uh-huh. you know right I, I think do you still write like a message on your hand yeah or? i can't like i can't fish the tournament without that on my hand tossing 323 um that that's like my favorite like i just i can't like i just don't feel like you know i, I can't do it without him like i can't fish without him like i just don't feel right like my head's just not there you know and i yeah i uh, those kind of things i i mean not not a knock against anybody who you know that doesn't necessarily do right. the same thing but for to hear someone in in the public sector really you know put their faith out there is just such a refreshing thing to me because uh you know you know the world needs as much as it can get right now so no. any any little bit helps yeah it was i mean i kind of got i got the idea from tim tebow um when he played for florida uh, he used to write um, a Bible verse like on his in his right, eye black, yeah, 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 right yeah. Here. Um, So I mean, I I got it from him, and you know, it's it's kind of changed my life. Not gonna lie. Hey, That's I awesome. had my I had my favorite verse uh, written on me every day. Well, there you oh, go. you got a tattoo of it? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. It's, it's not really a grip. It looks like a prison tattoo. I swear, I've never <laughs> been to prison. But, uh, it's a uh, it's Matthew six twenty seven. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Who, who Which one is worrying? that one? Uh, uh, who by worrying can add one hour to their life? Like, because I, I I struggle with anxiety, yeah. and basically saying like, worrying don't do anything to help your situation. So, quit worrying about stuff. And for those of the uh, listeners who don't know what yours is, Jackson, uh, what what is your Bible verse referred to? Yeah, um, mine's Colossians uh, three twenty three twenty four. It's, it's kind of long, but um, what what it really means is um, like through 
you fish for him and um, no matter what, do well, um, don't do well. Um, at the end of the day, he is your reward. And um, like, he's, he's always there with you and you're, you're going to have your time. And um, I mean, to me, uh, like that, that means like, I, I just try not to put pressure on myself. I just try to go out there. I just try to focus on him and know that he's with me. And no matter what, if I, if I win, if I don't even catch a fish, that he's there after the tournament and you know i've got him as my reward and i've got him to look forward to and new like new tournaments to look forward to so it's just like it kind of gets that chip off my back to like you know not put too much pressure on myself um but no it's a it's a very good verse and just uh reading like when you do your tournament recaps you can really see that in in you know the way you uh you go over how you did it's always you know well, you know, hey, I did awesome this tournament, but, you know, you know, all the glory is his. And same thing, you know, oh, I didn't have quite the experience that I was hoping to, but you know what, I I'm, I, I have still have this. So that, to me, that's cool to hear and I think a great message to spread around. So. Oh, no, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, amen. We're, go, we're go, going to church on this episode, <laughs> y'all. We are. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So, um, I was trying to think of any other questions I had. What do you got, Ryan? Anything? Uh, you know, I was thinking about it. I, I didn't ask it earlier when we were talking about it, but you were saying you use 10 pound line for a Ned rig. What's what rod are you using for that? Are you using, you know, 10 pound line out on a spinning combo? I would say would be a medium rod, mm -hmm. like. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't put ten pound on a medium light. I use a medium light for my net okay. rig. What That's what use? I used to use. Yeah, I use um a six ten medium uh Mojo Bass um spinning rod. Uh, I I love. I mean, it's perfect. I think actually on it, it's a it's a drop shot rod. Um, it actually like says it on like the handle of the rod. Right. Um, but I I love it for net rig for some reason. Like it. It works. I've had really no problems about keeping tension on the fish. I used to use um, like a, a medium light rod, um, like the Icon series of St. Croix. Um, it's like their walleye series. I actually really liked it. Um, I switched over because um, I kind of like to muscle my fish in a little bit more. So I went with the heavier one. Yeah. What do you throw your wacky rigs on then? Uh, I use a, a 6.8 uh, medium uh mojo pass yeah it's a it's actually it's a it's a wacky rig rod um it's perfect like the butt the butt of the rod is um, a little thicker so i mean you can get that hooks or i guess you don't really hook set a wacky rig but you you get that lean back in it and you know you get that um that backbone into it okay so I, i'm trying to piece this puzzle because to me Using like a medium rod with ten pound test, like I feel like you're gonna yank the fish's face off if you <laughs> set the hook at all. Uh, what, what, uh, like the Ned heads are you using? I guess more. You can be specific on like the brand and yeah uh, style and everything, but I'm more worried about like the gauge of the hook, like how thick the hook is. Yeah, I mean, I just use the the Z Man, uh, just the Z Man Ned heads, but. It's weird. I, now that I really think about it, like I don't really set the hook hard with an every. Like I just like. Well, you're I, not I, supposed I, to, but yeah. I, 
like I use a uh, I'm on the Wicked Weights team. Okay. And so I'm I'm using their little uh, tungsten net heads, and it it has a very light hook on it. So that right there, if if I was using a heavier setup, mm-hmm. like I feel like it's just gonna rip right through there. Yeah. Where you know the Z-Man ones from the ones I've used, they do have a little bit thicker hook on there, so it does take a little more power to penetrate with yeah. those. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I've had times where like. Like, it scares me. Um, like, I'll switch a net rig. Like, I'll, I'll literally just switch the head if I feel, like, a little wiggle and, like, like the hook to the to the head. But, like, I've had times where, like, I've set the hook and my hook bent. So, every time when I tie a new one on, I'll try to stretch it. But if I can't if I can't move it without, like, you know, not too much power because I don't want to, like, accidentally bend it, um, then, you know, I, it'd be fine. But if I can't move it, I'll, t- I'll tie a new one on. Interesting. Yeah, I've I've had them where I, I've gotten them snagged and kind of bent them out. To yeah, get them out. yeah. And then, <laughs> and then I'm taking my pliers and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've yeah, yeah. Too. yeah. Like, it'll be okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> That's what I do. So, doesn't have quite it, the same bend to it, but that yeah, it'll work, yeah, right? Just, and, yeah. And then you're sitting there thinking, like, man, if I ha- actually hang into a really good <laughs> yeah. fish, like, yes. I'm gonna be kicking myself. Because and that's when it's gonna happen too. That's right, so yeah. funny because I, I thought that exact same thing when I was fishing the tippy. Like I had that same thought. Like I, I like I didn't have pliers on me, like like where I can just grab them. So what I did was I pressed that net rig hook against the bottom of my hobie and just tried to like bend it back, put a new <laughs> TRD on and started casting. I had that exact same thought. Like I was like, what if I hook into a big fish? I better change it. Like it's worth my time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, I actually had a. Uh... You know, that scenario I was talking about earlier where my other rod uh, got snagged and bent over, I was actually hung up on, with a Ned rig over here, and that's what I was trying to get out. And when I got it out, all I got back was the head. The hook had broke off <laughs> the head and was yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well... I'm trying to think of anything else I wanted to cover. Jackson, anything you wanted to shout out or any, any, uh, you know, what do you got coming up uh, recently? I know you just said you were preparing some rods. Yeah. So I, I've got a tournament on Lake Wawa Sea this weekend. Uh, it's an Indiana kayak anglers tournament. So I'd say there'd be like, I don't know, 70 to 90 people in the event. So it's going to be a decent event. So I'll probably, I'll probably prep. I have school at like, nine nine thirty tomorrow to like like two o'clock so i'll practice like i don't know i'll probably get on the water at like 3 30 tomorrow check out a few spots and i'll practice friday so it'll, it'll be fun so we might be hearing your name on the reel down again whenever you win first place you know they going over the results <laughs> hopefully i i hope so i started <laughs> off the season kind of rough i mean seminole and watts bar i mean i had huge opportunities there i just could not um fulfill them so um, ho- hopefully I can start doing better and, you know, getting back on track. Are most of your uh, kayak angler, like the Indiana ones, that big of a turnout? I mean, that sounds like huge turnout. Yeah, me. it is. Um, and I, I don't know if they're the biggest um, local trail in the country. They might be, but, um, like, we'll typically, like, the first event of the season, we'll at least get, like, 80 to 100 guys. And then from there on, it's, like, an average of probably like mid seventies, I'd say. Wow. That's crazy. It's a decent turnout. 
That is. I mean, I, I'm a, uh, in the central PA ang uh, kayak anglers, and I, I, I bet you we maybe, you know, for central PA events anyway, usually have half that. Okay. That, you know, That's still decent, though. I, I mean, mean, yeah, it's not bad. And uh, uh, definitely, you know, some of them are bigger depending on the location and stuff. And we also do some mixed events with, uh, you know, Maryland Kayak Anguish, too. And those tend to be bigger. But okay. um, but for every event to be that big, that's that's saying something. That's a pretty good uh, no, organization they got. Going it's with. awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jason Young. And then my dad's actually on the board. And then uh, Matt Gibson, they, they do a great job. Cool. Uh, my local... Uh, one of my local clubs, KBFTN, they just had their season opener and had. I 49 saw that. People. How many saw, people? Yeah, Forty-nine. Okay. And Russ Snyder's one. I saw that. that. <laughs> good, good. That's good for my fantasy team. You know. <laughs> well, they, it's not a national event, so they don't count. Oh well, he's, he's still doing good. So. <laughs> uh. Sweet. Well, I think we've uh, pretty much come to the end now, I believe. You know, you Jackson, anything else? No? Yeah, thanks Last again, thing. man. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys, seriously. I mean, it, it was awesome talking to you guys tonight. I had a lot of fun. It was an honor. And, you know, thank everyone who's, uh, who's watching tonight. It's been awesome. Now, we appreciate you coming on here, man. And, you know, good luck with the college thing. I hope you go and dominate that the way you oh, do. Thank you. I appreciate world. it. Thank you. You know, we'll be pulling for you. Do, do yeah, they? Absolutely. I, you know, I've, I've honestly never paid attention to like college uh, fishing. Do, is that on TV anywhere or anything like that? Or yeah, they actually they'll put it on like TV, like the Outdoors Channel. Um, like they'll put the bigger events on TV. Like turn on the Outdoors Channel, and you'll see like Carson Newman on TV. Like it's crazy. It's it's a uh, it's pretty awesome. It's getting bigger too. Um, so I. I like I said, like I keep saying that, but I couldn't be more excited. Well, I'll be looking for that just to see if I can see you on there. I want to see <laughs> you kicking butt on there. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get out fishing a couple times or more. Oh yeah, what, what, I, I'm not really familiar with that school. What part of Tennessee is it? It's uh Jefferson City, Tennessee. Um, so it's like right on Cherokee Lake. Um, so right, it's yeah. like a little. A little east from Knoxville, I think. Yeah, so you're uh, you'll be still be a little ways away from me. I'm, I'm near Nashville, so okay, yeah. So that's probably like three and a half hours, four hours maybe. Yeah, but hey, it's it's still not too bad. We can meet yeah. up on Joe Hollow or something, you know. That's, yeah, that's that would be fun. I love that. Lake. Yeah, that'd be fun. Well, uh, you want to shout out, you know, social media where people follow you, sponsors, all that good stuff. You know the routine. Yeah. You've been on paddle and pen enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my my Instagram uh, is Jackson Orr Fishing, and then my Facebook. I mean, you probably just find it like Jackson Orr or whatever. Um, but but yeah, I mean, very thankful for you guys and for the opportunity. It's been awesome. Sponsors. Yeah, I mean, if you want me, if you want me to name them, let's, um, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> all right. No, I want to thank uh, Picasso Lures, uh, obviously St. Croix Rods, couldn't do without them. Uh, Gill Fishing, Hobie, Eagle Claw, Trocar. Um, I recently got on with Railblazer Rail and Yak Gear. Um, love their stuff. Uh, Turney Tag, uh, Dwayne Wally and Turney X. 
uh, Fishing Online, Calcos Fishing, Dakota Lithium, uh, Dry Dock Marine Center, my local Hobie dealer. Um, very grateful for them. Uh, Real Tree Fishing and then uh, Kayak Cushion. Um, I have like a leg problem, so the kayak cushion kind of, you know, helps me. I, I use it in the car, too. I don't just use it in my kayak when I go on long distances, and that's the only way I can get through. I just got mine about a month ago, and I, I love it so far. It definitely makes a difference. Yes, they are awesome for sure. I still got to get mine. You know, I've... I've just had so much else going on that I haven't got the kayak cushion yet. But they, he he's actually making one. He, he can put the paddle and fin logo on it. Yeah, he's so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get, yeah. Everybody raves about how great he is. And he's in Tennessee, so. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a great guy. Really great guy. Awesome. Oh, wait. Wanna... It's my turn to close, ain't it? That's why, that's why yeah. you're just sitting there waiting. <laughs> it's my turn to close. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks again to Jackson one more time for coming on here and talking with us. And uh, once again, good luck in college and everything. Everybody, we appreciate y'all listening to us, checking us out. Check us out again next week. Till then, this has been Bass Fishing for Nudes, bringing you the techniques, tricks, and tips to help you rip more lips. Later, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Fin. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Fin on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com.